0: Anime Pulse, Episode 506. another episode of anime pulse.
1: Yeah, we are back once again.
0: With more anime impulsing.
1: That doesn't sound good.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't say pulsating. I said <laughs> pulsing. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's uh, been quite the quite the interesting little past week for me, but how about for you? For some IRL news.
1: Well, it was a pretty calm week for me. Not a whole hell of a lot happened during the week. It was mostly yesterday that, like, everything happened. Hmm. So, yesterday um, was Art Attack, or uh, it's the school, the annual school uh, student art sale.
0: Very clever, Art Attack. I like it.
1: Yep. So... Uh, My best friend, Olivia, she uh, was selling um, her artwork, and I kind of just sat with her all day. And one of our other friends came up from Massachusetts and also came with us. And um, so that was from technically like 9 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon, but I didn't get there until like getting close to 11 because I slept in.
2: Ah. (laughs)
1: Um yeah, I've been like fucking exhausted this week. I spent um a large portion of the day, like the other day, um, just kind of in bed.
0: I would have to agree. I think I've been really tired this uh past week. In fact, the past couple of weeks have been yawning all the time. And clearly I've been mm. getting enough sleep, so I think it's something to do with spring.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like you know, you have that inside feeling of waking up again. It's like, oh, oh everything's waking up. <laughs> Go make me on <laughs> stab it.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. So that was until three o'clock. Uh, she made about um a hundred dollars. Nice. Yeah. So she did pretty well. Not as well as last year. She made almost two hundred last year. Mm. Um. But that was because it was in a different place this year. We were inside the French building, and that's like far away from people. <laughs> so we got it, there was still a bunch of foot, foot traffic through the auditorium, but it wasn't as much as if at if as if we were like you know in the Brady Sullivan building, which we tried to get into, but apparently they didn't return the school's emails this year. Ah, okay. It's like a big plaza that usually Art Attack is held in.
0: Right, so instead of being in the plaza, you were off to the side.
1: Yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Um, so, and then after that, I decided, because um, I was trying to convince my father to let me have a little bit of extra money for the week so that I could take Olivia out for her birthday. Mm-hmm and he wasn't having it Mm. so i i had to um like pull my friend uh lee down and just be like yo can you like help me out here and she was just like i'll pay for the whole damn thing and i'm like well seriously and she's just like yeah and i'm like oh okay and so i was like if you want and so uh, we uh after I went to GameStop to pick up a copy of um Final <laughs> Fantasy. Oh, uh,
0: Final Fantasy Boys edition? Yep. I,
1: I I love it. I love it so much. I'm so excited to play it. Um after I did that, then we went to Nashua to this Japanese restaurant that um I like and Olivia likes. And the sushi there is so fucking good. <clears throat> like the rice is warm, the fish is really fresh and cool and it oh it's it's just perfect. And I we also got Olivia her first alcoholic beverage. Nice. Cuz uh, she just turned 21. And uh she didn't really like it. <laughs> What'd you get her? It was called uh, Hello Kitty. It was, like, fruity and citrusy, but for whatever reason, like, the fruitiness kind of died down after it had been sitting for a little while. And so she, the first few sips she had, she was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. And then after that, she was like, this tastes like cleaning product. And I had been drinking sake, and so I had, like, a couple sips of it. And I was like, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not really good either. And I was totally buzzed. <laughs> Mm. and um, uh, Lee, they had uh, just beer, and so they weren't, like, buzzed at all, and they tasted it, and they were just like, yeah, it tastes like cleaning product, and I tasted it again, and I was like, oh, yeah! (laughs) And I was like, I think I should stop drinking because I have to drive.
0: (laughs) It sounds like they use, like, real fruit juice for it, which can, when... combined with alcohol um, sometimes doesn't really ha- contain its pungency or keep the pungency for as long. Um, if you use like the the fake stuff or like the mix, the mixes stuff that's specifically made for alcohol, then you do get a much better uh, blend that will stay that way.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Um so we had a really good time out and then I had to come back and I started applying for jobs for this summer mm-hmm. because we only have like two weeks left, I think.
0: Um, what you hoping to get this summer?
1: Um, I'm hoping for something either at GameStop or at Barnes & Noble, but I also applied to, for a job at a library in Nashua and a... Uh, job at friendlies which i really hope i don't get
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like that friendlies job is what you're gonna end up getting because <laughs> it's always a job that's like oh this isn't the one i wanted but it's the one i'm getting damn
1: it yeah if i'm a, if i'm a greeter then i then i can handle that but i don't want to be a server
0: <laughs> oh, you're never just a greeter when it when i worked the carousel dining room at the Schenectady county community college um when you worked as the greeter of the hostess, you always were. Uh, you rotated out with other people to do serving jobs. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, it was like a schedule thing. So, like one day you'd be like the hostess, but there will be days you are the server, and uh, there may even be days you're the busboy.
1: Yeah, I hope I don't get that job. Mm. <laughs> um, I do need. me. Um. A job this summer, because I need to save up for a cosplay that I want to do next year. I'm saving up for an Arden Zunia cosplay, which is like $300. Woof. Yeah, it's expensive, but I really want to do it. Alright. Um, we played D&D last night. I was kind of... sort of playing, but not really. Like, when the fighting started then I was in it, but until then i wasn't really paying attention and then it and then we went like to go like camp for the night, and in the tent, there was a kiwi, not the food but the bird, bird. and it recognized Olivia's character, Lars as mother, and then my character Melody as father,
0: Wow. <laughs> ah. Um, well, a bird recognizes two bird lovers, I'm assuming as its parental figures
1: um Lars is a half orc, and I am a half vampire so
0: well, how you produced a bird, who knows
1: yeah it it was kind of funny because Robert was just like like talking in this really like. High pitched voice be like a uh, towards Lars, like mama, and then uh, I like peeked around Lars because I'm really short and Lars is really tall, and uh, all that um, he said was father, and I'm just like, oh jeez, I guess I'm dad.
0: Maybe there's a D&D <laughs> adoption agency around here somewhere,
1: yeah. Um, but apparently, this creature because it just mimics, um. The thing I kept on saying was bah. and so we named it Ba and ba. so we now have a son and his name is Ba and he's a Kiwi
0: sounds like an anime that would actually come out sometime
1: I mean I'd probably watch it um, and Ba almost killed one of our friends because, okay, so this is really fucking stupid, but I have to tell this story. So, they wouldn't, we're in like this awful jungle hellscape right now. Mm hmm. And everything is a like sentient plant and everything is trying to kill us.
0: Mm. Carnivore, carnivorous plants, right? Yep. Mm.
1: Oh, there are some plants that are just sentient and not necessarily like able to eat you. But, um, our friend ven she uh decided that she was going to eat these plants
0: eat the plants that try to eat you sounds like something i'd do
1: well she gained momentary enlightenment Um, and apparently the seeds were still inside her, and so at one point, Ba was, like, did, like, a a sonic scream at at Ven, and all the seeds that were still in her, like, came out, (laughs) just uh, kind of destroying, um, her organs.
0: Ah, it wanted the seeds, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it wanted the seeds, and also the seeds are evil, and, um... Then, uh, so we kept on telling Ben, don't eat any more plants. Like, we're gonna kill you if you keep on eating plants because you're, uh, liability to the fucking team. You care more about eating, like, trying random fucking plants than accomplishing our goal here. And they ate another plant. Hmm. Uh... And some really bad dice rolls happened, and they exploded.
0: Ah, the seeds grew, and
1: yeah, they died. Oh, um, well, sucks to be them. But then there was a sunflower, just a really enlightened sunflower in the middle of all of it. But it all it killed like fifty, like the the seeds and the bones that came like flying out of the explosion, killed, like, 50-something people, um, injured all of us, and so we were all, like, pretty fucking pissed, and we're just looking at this enlightened sunflower, and our one healer character that Robert controls, um, got out of Weed Whacker and was like, I've had enough of this fucking thing! <laughs> and, um... Then... The only person that could understand it was the, our our friend Sam, who was playing a character made out of cheese.
0: Mmm. What We're kind of still, cheese is it? Cheddar.
1: Uh, we don't know, but we all we all we know is that we are still looking for a wine pairing for them, so that we can devour them. That has like been a group consensus that they live only as long as that takes. <laughs> Uh, and so apparently, this guy is a necromancer the the healer uh and then convinced him to do a crazy necromancy ritual and brought ven back as a cow, but a cow with a human face. And Ven was really upset. They were just like, but I don't want to be a cow. And Robert was just like, I should have fucking killed you. Be grateful you get anything.
0: <laughs> you guys have some pretty weird D&D sessions.
1: Yeah, it's uh, pretty fucking wild. Um, but it, it was a pretty good session. It just it just my character and me, I was I was pretty pissed off because I was just like, I lost health for that. Like, my character is not very strong at all. Like, that could have fucking killed me. And I I, at the end of it, I was just like, yes, Amanda forgives you, but Melody does not. (laughs) Like, there was an option to just leave the Sunflower where it was, and I was like, please, leave the Sunflower to its enlightenment.
0: It'd be like, Shigo Gorath would be, like, an excellent party member for you guys.
1: Mmm. Well, so yeah, that was my yesterday, anyways.
0: Ah. Okay.
1: So how was your past
0: week? Well, before I get started on my IRL news, I just want to address a little concern people had. Apparently, a lot of people got a little bit butthurt or disappointed in my actions, I explained, with the arrest I had. So, I went huh. back and I looked at the case notes to find out everything that had happened so I can lay it out a little bit more detailed-like so people can understand. So, this happened okay. back in 2012. Okay, okay. And I am 27 right now, 28 come August. hmm Now, what it was, was the officer, according to the reports that he filed and is in the case notes, was doing a case. He was looking for something about the neighbors, so one of our neighbors did something. And he was going around questioning the different neighbors about the case. hmm When he came to my house, I was having breakfast... And it was early in the morning and I was kind of like, you know, trying to watch my YouTube videos and didn't want to be bothered. And so he came here and I said no, but apparently the way I said no to his questioning of whether or not I knew anything about the case made him suspicious that I did know something. Mm -hmm. And so then he asked me to accompany him back to the um, precinct. Which I again said no to. And then that's when he tried to arrest me. So. um, It didn't work out. Because then I attempted to retreat back into the house. Because my fight or flight instinct kicked in. And I'm not about to attack some retarded asshole with a gun. Uh, So I tried to run away into the house. Thinking I'm safe in my house.
1: That's a terrible idea. They're cops.
0: Exactly. So, he chased me down and arrested me. Um, But, it didn't work out for him, either. Because afterwards, after the whole entire case went through, everything I explained to the shit show that it was, he was suspended without pay for a year. And when he came back, he was demoted from deputy. Is that a fair punishment? I think so. I'd, I'd agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: You know?
1: I don't know, that still doesn't explain why you almost went to jail considering you did nothing.
0: I almost went to jail because I was given the opportunity to go to jail if I didn't want it on my record. However, I may not even be on my record for much longer. Um, I was speaking with my uncle and his wife, and his wife mentioned that I could go and speak to a lawyer who may do stuff pro bono, Um, Mm -hmm. and may actually just look into my case because I'm such an exemplary uh, citizen and that I have no other things on my record and that I've never done anything else wrong and that, you know, I adhere to the law all the time aside from this one point that they might wipe it from my record so that it doesn't affect my future employment because it has affected a few things. Uber has denied me to get the... become a driver because... I have that on my record, which is silly because they hired felons in different states, but uh, whatever, you know, uh, they are new to New York state. So maybe they're just being very cautious about uh, who they hire. So mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's just a little more explanation about what happened. Um and so it may not even be something that's even on my record for much longer, and then I can forget all about it, like it never happened. But it did happen. I'll never forget.
1: I mean, that's still very—forgive the phrasing—you're gonna hate it, but that's still a very like privileged white person. Thing oh no, to no, be able I, to do. I knew
0: exactly. I mean, as soon as I saw uh, like his punishment. I mean, think about, like, some of the cops that shoot black people and, you know, the unarmed people, and they have cameras on them recording the whole thing, and they get let go. All, they don't go to jail, they don't take any punishment, they're just like, oh, you know, he, he was in his right. Meanwhile, myself, I was arrested out of a jurisdiction of a cop, a deputy at that, who then was suspended. That means he couldn't work for one year, the same amount of time I had my probation, and didn't get paid the entire time. Who knows what he had to do for payment? I mean, who knows if he had a family or anything. And on top of that, when he came back, he was no longer a deputy. He was just a a regular cop again. That is some bullshit. But... You know, it's just one of those points where it's like, and I'm sorry for saying this, but thank God I'm white. Because had I been <laughs> black, I probably would have been shot and killed.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's move on before this gets any
0: worse. <laughs> oh, i just being realistic with all the news on lately. Anyways, my IRL news. Uh, I had an interview on Monday.
1: Yes, how go? That, that was go? with the
0: apartment. It went really well. Um, in fact, I got a call Thursday and then it really didn't go well, because on Thursday, I got a call from the guy who was trying to hire me. <clears throat> and he basically wanted me to come in again for a second interview with Lori, who is the woman I'd be replacing. Basically, as a apartment manager, but without the manager title. Hmm. Kind of just like an office worker that's only there part-time, four hours a day, Monday through Friday, that kind of thing. Okay. Easy work. However... I had an interview on Friday when he wanted me to come in and I couldn't come in earlier because if I had to come in any earlier, I mean, I live in Amsterdam takes me an hour to get to Albany. The interview was at 11. He wanted me to come in at 10 at that point in time. I'd have to be on the road. So I said, I couldn't do it. And then he just was like, okay, bye. And he hung up. So yeah, I had to deal with that. My father was all like, I'm sorry. You had to deal with that kind of, kind of guy. There are some people out there like that. They'll just hang up on you because I got to hire someone quick, which I do understand they had to get someone in by Monday. But, you know, he could have at least given me like a later time of the day or, you know, if they really needed someone, they would have waited. But I guess they didn't. Um, and then Friday I had another interview. That one was with the state the environmental conservation it was funny as i was driving there uh, kelly services an, an employment agency called me up and then offered me a job at kelly services um did you take it uh, i took a test they sent me a typing test a word processor knowledge test and a online uh thing uh, online you know history stuff you have to fill out okay which I did all that as soon as I came back from my interview, um, which went pretty well. I only tripped up a little bit when, um, one of the uh, guys interviewing me asked me about, uh, administrative, uh, uh, administrative, uh, rights I've had in the past, which at OSC was computer based. Um, and then he was like, no, 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 I'm talking about administrative skills. So I had to, uh, then, uh, explain what my administrative skills were, but other than that, that was the only little trip-up I had. Um, Everything else about it went pretty well. I thought I interviewed nice, and, you know, I always dress up nice, and um, it's always good when you make them uh, laugh or giggle a couple times, so I always throw in a couple of my funny stories in there when they ask me about uh, um, past work I've had, or, you know, you know, how can you relate to this, or, you know, describe a situation like this, and then I'll give him something, and I always, you know, put the little comedic spin on it, and it's always good. It always works out well. <clears throat> so, I don't know uh, when I'll hear back from them. As they explain to me, it will take months before they even are able to uh, get back to me on the situation, which is fine, because it will be a couple months before the job would even actually have to start, um, it's okay. been approved in the budget, but the state takes a really long time hiring people. And that's something I'm used to because it took a really long time to hire me when I worked for OSC. Mm-hmm. Oopsie. Now, I'm the one who's not forgetting to turn off their phone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Let's see here. So yeah, I took the typing test, word test, messed up a little bit because it was Windows based Word, which I don't use a lot. And it was asking me to do stuff like make this the original merger document in a merger between two documents without using control F something or another. And it's like, how about this? And it'll be like, nope, try again. How about this? Nope, you got this incorrect. Moving on. So I got three out of 18 questions wrong, which isn't terrible. No. Uh, the word typing test, hopefully I did okay on. Uh, it didn't give me my score afterwards, so I won't find out until uh, Kelly Services either emails or calls me back later and is like, yes, we want to give you the job or no <laughs> You suck. You type with two fingers, don't you? Yes. <laughs> Loser.
1: What you only type with two fingers? Yes,
0: I've never learned to type with my whole hand. I took typing back in high school, but it sucked dick, and I hated using my whole hands because I went so slow. I went slower than I typed with my two fingers. I can type looking at the screen without looking down with two fingers. I have some mistakes here and there, no doubt, but you know, I type like you know, thirty-five words per minute when I do two fingers. Jesus! I type like I type like twelve when I do. On my whole hands, it's like click, clack, click, clack, 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 click, clack. Because I have to like think about each individual finger. But with my two fingers, like like buzzing bees down there.
1: Thirty-five words is not that much.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's better than some people. So it's thirty-five words per minute is what the state usually wants. Um. Although sometimes it can be forty-five words per minute, but I don't really care. I can do as well as anyone else. It just takes me a little bit longer. You know, I'm more accurate. I will say that. You know, because I, when I do type with my two fingers, while well, I do make some mistakes, like you know, I don't constantly have to press delete or right click and autocorrect and something else. I do a lot of mm. typing for my reviews. What can I say? Um, other words, this week has been, you know, I went out to eat with my family on Thursday. We went to uh, Scarborough's, mm-hmm. which uh, was pretty good. We had a really good meal. Um, it's a pretty good dining experience. On Friday, my father and I were also outside. I mowed the lawn for the first time for 2017. Mm-hmm. Um got the riding lawnmower all working and whatnot, so hopefully it stays working. It's always a challenge to get that thing working every single year. Cause we usually have mice that like live in the engine compartment during the year and then you turn it on all of a sudden like uh bits and pieces of their nest and sometimes mouse will fly out of the engine. Oh yeah, it's like vroom vroom blah blah and it's like, oh, there's some mice babies. That sucks. Yeah, we had that happen a couple times where they came out and it's like, oh, they're still alive. Mm, We'll just put them over here in the grass. Hopefully a snake eats them or something. And uh, then we'll just drive the lawnmower around and be like, I won't drive over there so I don't run over them.
2: Oh, God.
0: We also burned all the boxes that we had been collecting over the winter. Nice big bonfire. Whoosh, whoosh. Love doing that, just like uh, a little bit of gasoline A little bit more gasoline Ah, yeah, a little more gasoline Yeah, just covered in gasoline And then it's like Are one, you a
1: pyromaniac or something?
0: One match and it's like <laughs> Burn, burn, fire, fire Ha <laughs> ha Okay I like fire I don't like it when it burns me But I do like Burning things it's so much fun. It's throw things in there and they catch on fire. And it's like, what color will it burn? Will it scream? Let's find out.
1: Oh, my sweet baby <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding about the screaming thing. For um. So, yeah, IRL news. That's about it for me.
1: All right. Well, I guess that brings us to our industry news. Mm hmm. have a poll today
0: and i have a poll too we have two polls yeah get some strippers on these bitches
1: yeah all right so my poll is what is the best hot springs episode
0: there's a good hot springs episode i thought that's filler
1: uh yeah i feel like it's an oxymoron but apparently some people like them so this was uh based off fan service Yeah, so this was based off of the um, men and women. So men picked their top ten, and women picked their top ten. So for the men's top ten, spring hot springs episode, number one was Full Metal Panic Fumofu episode nine.
0: Yeah, number two, pretty standard.
1: Was Konosuba God's Blessing on This Wonderful World episode nine?
0: That's a recent one. That's probably why it did so well.
1: Number three is Hyoka, episode seven.
0: Hyoka had a hot springs episode? Man, I don't remember that at all. Huh.
1: Number four was Saikano, How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend, Episode Zero.
0: Yeah, that did happen. I remember that now. Yeah. Lots of lots of fleshy bits in that one.
1: Number five was Gate. Episode
0: nine. Mm-hmm. I remember that.
1: Number six is the Is the Order a Rabbit? Episode
0: eight. Order a rabbit. Don't remember that one.
1: Uh number seven is Hanasako Iroha Blossoms for Tomorrow. Every episode, but especially episode fifteen.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Number eight is Love Live, second season, episode two. Of course. And number nine is No Game, No Life, episodes two, seven, 10, and 12.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet.
1: Yeah, there is no 10 for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, the 10, women's.
0: 10 wasn't a uh, Hot Springs episode anymore.
1: Uh, uh, the women's pick is number one, Yuri on Ice, episodes one and four.
0: How did I know? How did I know that it'd be pretty boys that are in love with each other getting naked and going into the hot springs?
1: I mean, Victor has a really nice ass.
0: I bet he also has a raging boner.
1: It's the first episode, so no, not yet. Um, Number two is Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. All episodes, especially episode seven. Hmm. Number three is Pretty Rhythm Rainbow Live, episode 39. Okay. Number four is Snow White with the Red Hair, second season, episode 21.
0: Hmm.
1: Number five is Full Metal Panic Fumofu, episode 9.
0: That's a shared one. Interesting.
1: Number six is Gintama, third season, episode
0: 131. Man, the
1: Gintama. Uh... Number seven is Kiss Him, Not Me, episode seven.
0: I think that's a—it's uh, definitely a girl's anime.
1: Uh, eighth is Hyoka, episode seven.
0: Again, I don't remember Hyoka having one. Damn it.
1: Number nine is Persona 4, episode 20. Why would Persona 4 make it on a list for every anything? That anime sucked. Wait
0: a second, Persona 4? Yeah, that's the anime that I tried to watch and it was like it had nothing to do with Persona.
1: It's fucking awful. Um Persona 4 is just not the greatest. But
0: Well, it's the next persona game I'll be playing. Cause I tell you I am not going to bother trying to find the exact personas I need to fight Elizabeth. Fuck that. Just to get her card. That little card bookmarked shit she gives you that does nothing. I'm not gonna bother doing that It's like yeah okay Elizabeth you're the final optional boss That's great you're super powerful And if I don't have certain personas I gotta get my ass handed to me Fuck
1: <laughs> And number 10 is No Game No Life Episodes 2, 7, 10, and 12 uh, Again yeah. Alright so what is Your poll
0: my poll is of uh, Mahoka. Or Mahoka, the, uh, one of your English, favorites. Yes, one of my favorites because it has one of my favorite all-time overpowered main male protagonists, Tatsuya. <clears throat> He's such a man. He's so perfect, too. I just love that character. <clears throat> I love OP characters, and he is one of the most powerful So a
1: well-rounded character is so much more interesting.
0: Nah. He's got a really interesting background about how he became so overpowered. And his overpoweredness does have a big downside to it. I mean, he does feel intense pain any time he uses his god-healing ability that he has. Your arm gets chopped off, he can repair it. But then he feels a thousand times the pain of your arm in his arm. So... That's why he doesn't have much emotion. Because if he did, he'd probably be screaming in agony. But hey, can't be too overpowered and not have a really cool background and expect me to like you. Because I do like overpowered characters, but he makes the top list of characters because he's just cool. And he's got an interesting background, and he's got characters who really like him, and he has this relationship with his sister that you'd probably really hate, and because, you know, he treats her like a sister, but she totally sees him as more than that. All
1: right, so what's the poll?
0: Anyway, it's the poll, uh, which uh, was on uh, Aniplex, um, was on the, let's see here, was basically about who are the popular characters in Mahouka. Mm -hmm. And, no surprise, uh, Tatsuya took number one with 6,851 votes. There were 19,877 votes total. Right behind Tatsuya was his sister Miyuki. Number three was Mayumi, which I expected. Number four is Shizuka. Number five is Honoka. Number six is Erika. Number seven is uh, Masaki. Number eight is Mari. Number 9 is Makihiko, and number 10 is Kyoko. There are more, of course, 20 results, but I'll do the top 10. Uh, They listed 45 characters, although only the first 35 are listed in both Japanese and English. The voting took place between February the 9th and the 22nd. This was actually held ahead of time of the upcoming film which is going to be coming out, which basically uh, details where uh, the first season of school has finished. And they'll be uh, beginning their second spring soon. Uh, While Tatsuya and his sister have finished their first year, they are moving uh, to a villa on Ogasawada Island Archipelago. Uh, But after a small moment of peace, a lone young woman named Koka appears before them. She has abandoned the naval base and tells Tatsuya her one wish. That's the premise, at least from what I'm reading here. So it sounds interesting. I don't know if I'm going to watch it because I usually don't watch the animated films that come out, which is kind of sad because no one ever does subtitles for them. Uh, You usually have to buy them and wait for the English release. Or wait for the subtitle release, which, uh, official subtitled release, which, damn, do they cost a lot of money these days? Mm. You know, it's like, if you make it a little bit more, you know, affordable, I might buy them, but I'm not going to spend 80 bucks on a movie. I don't spend that much on two tickets to go to see a movie in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's your uh, there's the top 10 popular characters of Mahouka.
1: All right. So I guess that will bring us to our reviews for the week. Indeed. So I am reviewing Yase Watashi no Italian, which uh, you may remember I did a preview of Mm -hmm. last season. It was one of the only good things that happened. (laughs) So we begin with a high school girl named Morna. (laughs) Names really aren't important. Since it's a short show, only just, four minutes long,
0: yeah you can just describe her by her hair color and facial features,
1: yeah, green hair so green hair girl is a high schooler, and she um is uh it's summer break, and she decides that she wants to get a part time job for summer break, and as she and her uh friend are walking by uh they see a help wanted sign on a um barrel that uh, is, has the name of a restaurant on it. Okay. And so they walk up there and Maura and I is just like, oh wow, this place is really cute and stylish and I would love to work here. And her friends are just like, okay, cool, bye. And she walks in and is just like, "Hi, excuse me, um, I'm here about the part-time job. And this little kid comes out and is just like, You want the job? Memorize this menu. And she looks at it, and it's all in Italian, and she's just like, I'm sorry, do you have something in, like, Japanese? And he's just like, you can't read Italian? What are you doing? And so he turns it over and is just like, here. And a few more seconds go by, and she's just like, I still have no idea what this is. (laughs) And... He's just like, then what are you even doing here? This is like an Italian restaurant. And He's like, just go home. And then a really big chested woman comes out and is just like, uh, hold on there. Little man is what she calls him. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, she like lo- looks uh, more in the over and is just like, can you start today? Like, yeah, there's a a uniform out and out and back go change. And she starts by like folding napkins and uh then the kid whose uh, name is Motto, uh he comes over and is just like here I there's some there's some leftover food. You try it. And she tries it and is just like, "Oh wow, you even though you're really young, you're like a real pro." And uh, his eyes get really big, and he and it, you just hear it echoing in his in his head. Real pro, real pro, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, he's a total soon dead. So yeah, he's just I, like, I
0: detected. He's like, well, I didn't make him for you. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and so he's just like, I'm gonna work you to the bone, and then he walks off, and that's the end of the first episode. So the series kind of just it's slice of life. So it's just detailing her working at this restaurant with the other characters. Like for instance, the head chef has blue hair and he's absolutely crazy about ingredients. Like Mm -hmm. he's nuts. And so at one point she spills like a drop of tomato sauce. And whenever like something bad happens, the only thing you can hear is just like his thoughts, like overlapping each other. So it's like three different lines Playing at the exact same time, so it's really confusing and like overwhelming to hear. Mm-hmm. And he's just like on the ground, like looking at it, and you you just see all these lines like tomatoes, this tomatoes, that tomatoes, th- the other thing. And he just like kind of like looks over, and it's really menacing, and it's actually hilarious. Um, we have a pretty boy who. We learn in the last episode that he used to be, like, you know, the an amazing chef, but he can't cook anymore because he has tendonitis in both his hands.
0: Ooh, that is terrible. Yeah. Hands yep. go numb.
1: Yep. He can't even hold, um, a
0: pan anymore. They have surgery for that these days, you know?
1: Yeah. Um... But We don't learn that until the very last episode, and it was kind of, like, it would have been really cool to learn that earlier on, because he was kind of just made out to be the, uh, goofy, um, womanizer character. Mm-hmm. So it would have, I I would have liked a little bit more of that, even though this is a short show, every episode is only like four minutes, and so we can't really get like a whole lot. At one point, though, we do get like a two people from like a really famous uh, Japanese restaurant that come and visit, and one of them is a little girl named Sada, and she goes, she's in the same class as Maro, and she has no idea who he is. And um Moina uh, is able to convince her that Italian food is great. And Moina starts to learn how to cook. And she claims that she is going to learn how to be an Italian chef. And uh that's pretty much the entire anime. And I absolutely adored it. Like, I give this a download now. All
0: right. Cool.
1: Yeah. So, what is your anime for the week?
0: My anime is actually another short show. Uh, So, I actually had trouble coming up with a good idea of what to tell you because of the nature of this anime. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know what I will be giving the series, but what do I say other than it was a short slice-of-life comedy about a brother and his four sisters? I guess I could cover some of the material the series covers but even then the episodes are so short that it will literally just take you more than half an hour to finish the entire thing mm-hmm. you could easily finish a series in the time it takes you to watch a standard anime episode these days but uh, enough of my delaying i guess on to my review um our main protagonist's name is haruki one brother to four sisters much like myself and second eldest of the group Again, much like myself. Uh, as you can imagine... Um, or wait. Second eldest. I am the second young... First youngest. Yeah, second youngest. Sorry. Second youngest. Swap that. Just, you know, little swippity swappity-roo there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, in any case, um, as you can imagine, being the only man of a group is pretty hard on Haruki. Uh, and no, I don't mean that in any kind of sexual sense. The parents are usually nowhere to be found, but they do exist, we just never see them. The Mm -hmm. anime, after the first episode, follows the humorous day-to-day ongoings of Haruki and his sisters, like going shopping, helping the younger sisters do their homework or study, and sitting in a kiddie pool because it's hot outside. Okay. That last one was a little on the odd side, especially since since these are full-bodied full-blood-related siblings, um, and we all know how Japan feels about that.
1: Uh, And
0: we all know how Rio feels about that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Ruined Ruined one of
1: my favorite animes. (laughs) I'm still going to buy Orimo on DVD, but...
0: (sighs) And then you're going to see that part, and you're going to go like, I remember now. Anyways, uh, speaking of which, the sisters, one elder and three younger, uh, all have their own unique quirks that Haruki has to cope with. The eldest sister, uh, Matsuki, she's actually a pretty normally responsible and parental-like figure. However, when the only other person around her is Haruki, she actually relaxes and goofs off uh, to a degree that annoys Haruki. You know, like, she becomes, you know, she's very, you know, upstanding, you know, professionally dressed, stuff like that. But then, like, she goes into his room when no one else is around. And, like, he comes in there and she's just laying on the bed and, like, her shirt and, like, uh, and like uh, boxer shorts and, like, eating chips out of a bag and reading manga and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Third in line of the siblings is Yaoyoi. Only slightly younger than Haruki, and of the three is the most aggressive, as the one that is directly under usually is. She normally puts on a tough act, but it's easy to see she is a brocon. Uh, oh, boy. Bringing up the rear are Zuki and Satsuki, twin sisters and youngest of the group. They, too, like to attack Haruki, but unlike Yayoi, they do so playfully. Aside from being pretty darn door, pretty darn, gosh darn adorable, especially Satsuki, they don't get as many lines as the other three, so you don't see them as much saying much. But they do a lot of acting. And, well, that's really about it. Episodes are three minutes apiece, with a total of 12 episodes and one OVA. You'll find it's mostly comedy, with a few incestuous undertones sprinkled in. Though these undertones only exist between Haruki, Yayoi, and Mitsuki. It's a good way to break up episodes of a heavily drama or action filled series you may be watching, or just a good way to pass time on the bus if you're going to school or on a short plane trip. Uh, the animation was done by Creators in Pack, a studio I personally had never heard of. They had done another few other series, namely Hackadoll, the animation oji Santo to Marshmallow, and Military. <clears throat> Aside from Hackadoll, this looks to be one of their best works yet. For such a short series, the animation was actually surprisingly well done. Uh, voice acting, the only thing that came to mind here is that Satsuki's lines usually consist of repeating the last word that Izuki says. Which made me wonder how her voice actress felt about this. Uh, Sayaka Horino. A relative noob to the VA scene with uh, Yuta Tunashi from Dangan ni no Dangan ni Wo Ka Watakanai Ken and uh, Mikine from Mikine Nizu from Inugami-san to san being the only other roles she has voiced. And I can't really give anything to a favorite character because I wanted to say Satsuki Just for the fact, if nothing else, because she's the most adorable of the bunch, but given how short the series is, it really doesn't delve into past, like, skin deep on these characters. I mean, the larger problem with short series is that characters become somewhat forgettable and lost to the sands of time. I mean, does anyone remember Hinako from Chitose Gichu? Nope. Yeah, I thought not. (laughs) So, I'm going to give Guy a Netflix. Okay. It's pretty top-tier Netflix, but, you know, it's any it's, eh, crackers.
1: All right. Well, I guess that wraps us up for another episode of Anime Pulse.
0: Indeed. And as always, until next time, keep watching, keep listening, and keep the anime love strong.